0: And the mic is on. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Midnight Wisdom. Alright, so in this episode, I decided I want to talk about want, right? Because I think in the third third episode, I I ended up mentioning desire and want, uh, through my experience of trying to figure out who I was growing up when I was introducing myself in that episode and what uh, what my background is in, in a sense. And I feel like I wouldn't say I simplified it, but I, I rather reduced the problem of want because there there's not many problems as big as want. And even if I talk about it right now, it's not going to satisfy everyone because want is such a vast topic that we're all dealing with, and we're all dealing with it very differently, right? And we're all relying on different systems, different beliefs, different different standards, different comparisons, different goals, different everything, you know, what we can achieve, what we can't. Uh, we're all very different and what we want is also different and what we want will also continuously be changing. Uh, especially since we're always looking at the path we didn't take and we can only, almost always, only take one path. And when we think about that, it's limiting in a sense, but it's also, you know, your brain is constantly assessing what if I did that instead of this? What if I took that path? I might be happier right now. But let me tell you, if you were on that path, you'd also be thinking the other way around. You'd be thinking about the path you didn't take still. So instead of putting energy in the path that you didn't take, take that energy away from that and put it right here where you are. Try to make where you are right now the best way you can move forward. And we tend, to, we tend to do that. We tend to look at different realities that don't exist. It's just stories in our heads. And we try to compare our life to that. Or we try to look back in the past at a point where you, you really can't change that. And you look at that and think about how if something was different back then, something would be different now. And you try to put blame in certain places. Or you try to imagine if things were done differently. Or if you acted differently in those situations that ended up leading you to where you are right now. But that's all well and well and fine. But what's most important is you you learn from your past. You can't change it. So imagining how how it should have been different won't really help you. But if you learn from it and your actions and what to repeat or what not to repeat or what to do differently, then that's another story. And to look at your life right now and to assess your life on your own because you're you and no one else is you. And to see what you can do with the cards and hands like the hand that life dealt you how you're going to play that game you know even as a poker player if you have the worst hand you can make it work but you have to understand your strengths your weaknesses and the situation around you to see how you can bluff here or raise there or call here or just fold all all together so life has given us all a hand this is where we are right now and it's up to you to see it exactly for what it is, without all the lies we usually tell ourselves to rationalize why we're where we are. You know, let's say this is where I am. I'm Khalid Yassin. I'm 22. I'm healthy. I'm athletic. I read a lot. I I can read and learn quickly. Uh, these are the resources that I have. This is this is what I can what I can do. Thank God I'm healthy. I have very good people around me and good friends that I I can tell things to and take advice from. Um, I have this much money in my bank, it's not a lot, I'm fucking broke, I'm a student at the end of the day, it's fine. This is my situation, this is how much time I have per week, these are my obligations. Okay, let's see my obligations, I have university, I have my podcast, I have my website now, midnightwisdom.com. Check it out, really let me know what you think. You can ask me questions and I'll answer them, I think that's pretty cool. I have my blog now on the website. And I'm working on a few other things as well. And within uni, it's my last year and I have to, it's a lot more work than than previous years. And I have to juggle all of that and I still have to take care of myself, living by myself and I have to do all those things. So, so finding hours of time where I can do things like practice guitar or practice German, I have to put those things in there. But it has to, because you can't do two things at one point, it has to substitute something else. So instead of spending two hours a day on uh, Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, I, I just don't, you know, and I end up using that time in a way that I can, I can benefit from it. But that's the funny thing with uh, social media is that you don't, you're not sitting there continuously for two hours, you're actually uh, distracting yourself on a consistent basis throughout your day while you're doing other things. So that's, interferes with the productivity of how much you can achieve while you're doing different things because you're always in a state of distraction. You're spreading those two hours you're spending on social media. Maybe it's not two hours, that's a bit of an exaggeration, sure. But you're spreading that across the day and that interferes with everything else. It seeps in. And of course, you know, we have to look at our life exactly for what it is without trying to compare it to other people. Now look, when I want to do something new when I find out okay I want to learn how to let's say learn how to salsa and I go and I tell my closest friends like yo guys like I really like dancing and I, I want to learn how to salsa uh, they could react in a few ways but usually they'll react in the way that they'll put their version of reality and project it onto to you right they'll see what they like and what they think they can do and what suits them and they'll project that to you and they might pop up and say ah, but dude, you shouldn't dance salsa, it's a pretty girly dance, you know, you uh, you, know, you, shouldn't go into that. And once they tell you that, then that might affect how you view salsa to begin with, and you might change your mind from what you wanted to do to begin with. Because we like to share our version of reality with other people constantly. We all live on very different versions of reality. Everyone sees things very differently. And we try to find common ground by sharing our version of reality with other people and seeing how they react. But that's not always good, you know, that's good to be able to work in a society and function together, fantastic. But people will usually tell you not to follow what it is you want to follow because they know they can't, you know, or for them, it's not for them, but for you, it's for you. And that's a very important distinction to to know. So understanding yourself first, for me, I was just lucky because I had the time to live on my own. Uh, in Germany and and just sit down and think and think and think without any outside interference on what i feel like i want to do so i got to be able to think my own thoughts without anyone else influencing them and that's fantastic and the alternative you can do is just sit down and write in a journal write in a notebook write down your thoughts and ask yourself questions that matter to you understand your situations what are your resources what are your assets what are your obligations prioritize those obligations And then see where you can fit what you need to fit to do what you need to do. Try to stick to that schedule though. Uh, It's not the easiest thing to tell tell yourself to do something and actually do it. You know, it takes time and discipline to build that up and I, I will go into that, I promise. And as well as how to learn something effectively. Because we never learned how to learn and I hate that. You know, you just sit in school full of curiosity and brightness and all school does is just fucking throw information at you and expect you to somehow digest it and regurgitate it, puke it back on a paper and, you know, write an exam. But fundamentally the value of that isn't <laughs> it's really that's uh, not something I want to get into now. And and one of the biggest issues that that come into that is when when you're comparing you're comparing yourself to everyone else around you, you're always you know, you're comparing yourself To something you shouldn't ever compare yourself to, right? What I mean by that, we're all very, very, very different. And when I want to compare an apple to a light bulb, I can't really compare an apple and a light bulb together. They both have very, very different capabilities and they both serve very, very different purposes. And that's how we all are. We all have very different capabilities and we all serve different purposes. Now, to find that purpose is, is what we're on about. But some people are artists they draw they want to to create something that says something and uh, other people like to write other people like are okay with an office job other people like to communicate with people and talk and their understanding everyone is capable of very different things and what's most important the most important skill I think anyone should have is to be able to learn whatever they need to learn whenever they need to learn it right and being capable fast but that doesn't matter too much, you know, if you love something, just like I mentioned, you know, we don't want to wake up when we're 80. And let's assume we'll live that long, you know, otherwise, uh, there's no point. Let's let's live the best life that we can, assuming we're going to live a long life and work towards that. Uh, so if I want to look at that, I want to be in my deathbed on when I'm 80 and I want to look back at my life. And I'm going to ask myself, did I live a life that I thought was worth living? Did I live a life that matched my own standards and what I expected of myself? And it's hard not to have regrets. Regrets are something we all live with. But what I'm trying to do is live with the least amount of regrets I can possibly have. You know, I'll go for what I need to go for and I'll do it. I, I just hate that feeling if I know that I, I there's no, not much more I can do and it's over. You know, and I'm just sitting there and I can't do anything about it except be pissed that I didn't achieve what I've always known I could, you know? So but see, that's the that's the problem, is that right now we're here, it's very hard to it's easier sometimes to live in the dream rather than actually acting out what you need to act out to get the result you want to get in the real world. It's much easier to live in the dream and think that maybe the future someday within this false reality imagination that you're creating maybe someday that's going to be better or good or perfect. And we'll, we'll live within that idea of our dream, maybe someday possibly becoming a reality. And we're living within that potential, that it could exist, and it's comfortable maybe, but time will pass. And then as time passes, that potential will keep on dropping. And because of that, at some point, you'll be at a point where you don't think that you can work towards your dream anymore. And that's uh, that's not a good place to be. But you could still work on your dream, even then you can always learn, you can always grow. And you can always try to look at your hand, look at the cards that you have and try to do what you can control the little things that you can control to get the thing that you want. But to know what it is you want to begin with, that's a tough one. <laughs> this is Because we want a lot, we really want, if, if anything, we want everything. And the more we get, the more we want, and we're, we're greedy a lot of the time, you know, and greed is something that's held us back for a long time, and it's going to hold us back for a long time too, in greed and self-interest. Yeah, but within that, within that greediness, you have, within that want that we're all living in, you're always trying to go for things that make you feel happy right now, you know, instant pleasure is something we always divert towards because it's the easier one to go for you know your brain will always take the path of least resistance because it's convenient and you know it's been through too much already to reach it's been through 3.5 billion years of of bullshit happening to it before it even got to the stage so it just wants to save energy and, and relax a bit you know you can understand that Uh it's built this way to conserve energy and survive and reproduce you know but a lot of it, too, is about progression. You know, it's a part. It's inherent to, to our genetic makeup to want to grow as well because adapting our environment to us is also innate to what made us survive. So that's written in us. Yeah, I want to go into an episode into genes later. No, no. I'll, I think I'll have a guest for that. I'll also, like, when I'm talking about want, I can't expect you... Like, I can't expect you to realize everything you want after this episode. It doesn't really work like that. And I can't really cover want that bad. You know, I'm not, I'm not God. I'm not, uh, you know, there's books written on this (laughs) that still don't understand anything about want. You know, and every religion tries to tackle that in a different way. You know, at least for me, it's quite simple. For me, it's um, clear. It's either I go for what I want and I'm happy or I don't go for what I want and I'm unhappy but I tolerate the existence I'm in just for the sake of tolerating it. That's that's not a state I want to be in of just passively accepting all what life is throwing at me, be it good or bad, and just taking it as is because I don't feel like I can do anything about it. No, you have your hands, you have your body, you have your being, you can go out and do something, you can speak out your voice and try and change things outside of yourself. But before that, you always have to think about changing yourself first because that's what you have control over first before you think about controlling anything else. And after changing yourself, after understanding yourself, understanding what makes you happy and not just what you want, because, you know, I could want fried chicken. It doesn't mean fried chicken is good for me. It's just full of fats and salts that my brain thinks is good because a thousand years ago, getting that much fat and salt was really difficult. And your body needed it, so it gave you a really good reward to get it. So when you get it, you get felt really good when you got it, so you're more encouraged and motivated to go get more. And, you know, this is you're driven by a lot of this this motivational, dopaminic motivational system that you have in you, where you do something that makes you feel good, like sex or masturbation or eating certain foods or watching certain shows. They release a lot of dopamine in your system to reinforce that behavior you're being rewarded for that behavior and then you'll be doing it often but for me it's a quite big distinction between feeling that and being feeling that dopamine rush or surge or actually feeling happy to me those are very different things but that's just because i i view it that way that's my perspective for me f- eating eating something that's going to make me happy now but it's going to make me feel like shit directly after i eat it just like with kfc um, you can't tell me you don't feel like like crap after eating something like that, you know. I and mean, if you do, it's just because you're already at a very very low level of health. So that when you go lower than that, uh, you can't really, and you just feel the same. To you, that's the norm. You know, we see we see the difference. We sorry, difference gives meaning when we when there's a difference between what it is right now and what will become. Or, what was that's when we see meaning and we see that okay, we can understand that. And this is why, for example, tolerance is such a big deal. You know, the more you do something, the more you need to do more of it to get it. Your levels of, of that are always changing. And you know, it's just seeing life from that level. Like for me, I'm very healthy. So, if I eat something unhealthy, I'll go to a lower level, and throughout that difference, I'll feel bad. If I keep eating healthy, then that's the norm for me, and I feel consistently good. And that's something for someone that isn't as healthy as I am. For example, if they're at a lower level, and they don't know they don't know what it means to be at my level because they've never been on that. They've never seen that level, so they don't understand the difference in in meaning, or they don't find the dif- the meaning in the difference that's that You know, you'd have to experience it first to really understand it. Uh, you'd have to eat healthy for two or three weeks without breaking that until you feel this, you know. And stopping yourself from doing these things that reward you is very hard because you have different mechanisms in your head that keep telling you to do these things like smoke the cigarette or watch that porn video or eat that cake. Because a part of you knows that it's going to feel good once it does those things. So that part of you is trying to take control of you. And at the same time, you have this part of you that knows it's bad for you and it's trying to stop you from doing that. But it's just at that point, what matters is which voice are you going to listen to or which voice are you going to give energy to to actually enact out those actions in the real world. And, you know, to think that you're one entity, one thing is very wrong. You're a collection of a lot of things trying to sate their own desires. You know, I have a part of me that's really ambitious and really wants to be productive and do a lot of good. And then there is a part of me that's the laziest thing I've ever seen in the world you know I'm, I'm literally the laziest ambitious person you'll ever meet the most ambitious lazy person you'll ever meet you know I haven't met anyone as lazy but as ambitious as I am but see I at least to a certain extent I understand myself I understand these different aspects to myself that try to scream out and try to take control over myself when it comes to these things I know there's a very powerful part of me that wants to go towards certain certain things and I ask myself Why? Why do I want to do what to do? And you know, these question marks will always keep popping up and trying to answer them. It's not the, you know, it's not the funnest. uh, It might make people feel uncomfortable facing the reality that they're in. It might be difficult for some people to even find the the quiet atmosphere they need to just sit down, breathe and think, you you know, when was the last time you literally did nothing? and just sat down, maybe had a tea, just sat down, nothing else, or maybe took a walk and just, just without even listening to music, (laughs) we're living in a very distracted time, and distraction is taking a lot from what we can think about, but uh, to look at this, let's do it together, right, let's, let me try to analyze why it is that I do anything, I'll ask myself, what is it that I actually want? What is it that gives me so much joy? What is it that makes me happy doing? What is it that can sustainably keep making me happy? And something that I can see myself growing constantly throughout. You know, for me, it's important to always see growth in whatever it is that I'm doing. That something consistently keeps on improving. And <clears throat> for me, what I really want is to grow. I really want to grow. I really want to learn. And let's continue that thought process. Fine. Um, why do I want to grow? Why do I want to learn? Because once you grow and you learn, you understand things about the universe differently. If I, while learning guitar, I realized that my my relationship with sound was very different. You know how music was played, the layers of music, uh, not just the layers of music. How when I'm just walking in the street, how different different sounds speak to me or how I feel like different sounds should change so they can maybe sound better. Or looking at a guitar player playing guitar and I actually know what the hell he's doing. Uh, I have an idea of what he's on about, (laughs) you know, Uh, which chords he's playing or which uh, notes he's trying to go for. Uh, So just playing guitar, learning that, gave me so much more understanding of such an essential energy that we all live by, sound. My My relationship to that changed a lot. And because I have an understanding of it, then I can have more control over it. And if I have more control over it, then I can manipulate things in life differently. I have access to different parts of life. I have access to musicians. I have access to people. I have access to expressing myself in a different way. And the same thing with languages. I like, I love languages because you get access into an entirely different culture. You know, since I speak German and Spanish, any German or Spanish person I meet outside of Germany or Spain or, you know, Latin America. It's not just Spain that speaks Spanish. I have direct access to, you know, I just go up to them. And I'm like, oh, tu hablas Español. Or "Du sprichst Deutsch, tu, bist, tu comes aus Deutschland. And both of those means, like, you, you speak that language. That's cool, you know. And once you say that and they're like, yeah, me too you're instantly friends man it's insane it's you have you have access to an entirely different group of people that are that are very very different and i i personally love that and even like within your own mind you have your your understanding of thought and language is very different because now since you were able to manipulate how you normally think and you reprogram to start thinking in a different way then you're you have an even better understanding of thought, a better understanding of language, and you realize how flexible it all can be and how different everyone is. I understood people so much more after I learned languages, and okay, let's continue the thought process. Why do I want to be able to understand everything? Okay, because I, after understanding, I can control it a bit more, and then I have more power. Yes, that's it, more power, that's what it comes down to at least. I have more power to influence thing, things in this world, to fit maybe my image of what I think this world should be or what I think I should be. And why is it that I want to do that? I don't know. I'm here and I feel like I can and I feel like I have something to offer the world and I feel like I should. You know, Otherwise, I'm going to spend my life and waste the precious little time I have on this earth where I can actually experience, see, feel and do things instead of... Uh, You know, I don't want to throw that away. Life is such a gift. Life is such a gift. We need to take it. At least I think we should take advantage of it. And yeah, so within that thought process, you you should just ask yourself these questions and really understand what makes you happy and why. Like for me, what also makes me happy really is having a very genuine and understanding conversation with someone. I like having a good connection with someone. You know, that, that shit makes me really happy really forming that bond and feeling close to someone. It feels worth it to me, you know, there's so much to learn from people and so so much to understand. So if I find something that I can do where I'm actually communicating with people and understanding them, which is what this podcast essentially is, I'll be be having a lot more guests down the line, guests that I can discuss want with, guests that can share their experiences about how they figured out what they want. And you can compare yourself to that maybe and try to learn something from that and then i can develop deep connections with a lot of very different people and learn from them and grow and that's like so many birds with one stone for me you know this is why this podcast is happening so it makes makes so much sense at least to me but something i've thought about a lot and it's up to you to see your life you know you might have kids you might uh you might be going to uni you might be you might already have a job and you might have this rent to pay you might have that contract you have to abide by you know, we're, we all have our obligations, you know, and to see how we can shape our own reality and what we want out of those obligations and try to expand outside of that. That's something throughout this podcast, I think you'll more and more be aligned, or av- available to do because, look, anything new that you want to do any change in your environment, your brain is going to scream out, don't change, you know, this is safe. This is safe. I have food, I have shelter, I can, I can reproduce. Nothing needs to change, you know, there's fear and change. But there's also a lot of reward and change because you're going into you're venturing beyond the boundaries of what's known and what's unknown can be really interesting. And it might be something you've never thought you could experience before. But once you do, you realize it's so you. And that's why I think understanding what you want, a lot of it comes from experiencing or listening to experiences. Because You know, you might try a class for the first time and you might like it, you might not like it, but I always think you should try something twice because the first time you do it, you'll go into it with a lot of anxiety. That's going to really limit how you experience this and how much you take out of this. And being open to that change, going to a class or learning something new, it's always awkward at the beginning. You know, you're going to a class, you don't know these people, they might judge you. They, they really won't you know there's no shame in learning being on the path of, of growth and learning and that's where you should be making as many mistakes as possible and you should embrace that you're there to learn nothing else and <coughs> learning anything new on the side it's going to feel weird you know the first time i held a guitar it felt really really awkward it felt like the most awkward thing i've ever done like what is this i'm gonna press my fingers on these strings and pull them with the other hand, and make music somehow. It just felt awkward, you know. Like, the first time I rode a bike, I felt so often. It just felt really awkward riding a bike. Now uh, The first time I brushed my teeth, that was really awkward. I had no idea how to brush my teeth. And now I'm actually brushing my teeth with my left hand, just to push myself even further, you know. At the beginning, the first month I did it, the first month it took me a month to stop feeling awkward. It took me, really, like, I brushed my teeth every day, with my left hand for a month and it felt really weird. And maybe I wasn't doing that great of a job always, but I stuck to it even though it felt more comfortable doing it with my right hand. And now now it's just so weird because it's so normal to me to use my left hand in situations I normally wouldn't. You know, Like when I'm cutting s- steak, I'm not sure if I'm using the right combination of hands. Like do you hold the fork with the right or left hand and the knife right or left Because I can do both really well as if there's no difference. So learning how to brush my teeth with my left hand it propagated benefits across the rest of my life because now I have more access to an embodied part of me. Uh, just like learning the guitar gave me more a better understanding of sound and even coordination between my fingers, and so does brushing my teeth with my left hand. It gives me more coordination with the entire left side of my body and I can use my left hand a lot more efficiently. And this is all experience. Everything you try the first time is going to be awkward. And it's so okay to feel that. And you need to be okay with feeling that. You need to be okay with being, you know, feeling that bad feeling. Because you know it's going to lead somewhere better. You know, there is a difference. Because if I eat something like KFC and it makes me feel good right now and feel bad later. It's the same thing when you look at trying to do something that's going to be better off later. It's usually bad now but a lot better later on. So you're, you're gonna have to make that distinction. What's good for me now? And what's good for me later? What's bad for me now? What's bad for me later? Everything everything has to propagate with everything else. Everything has to connect with everything else. And it's it's a tough one to try to think out because you can't project the future properly. You can't know what's going on. You can't see the future. And you'll always look at the path you didn't take. Should I have done this? Should I have done that? instead and maybe further further down the line within your path you put 10 years into your dream you might fail even then you know there's an uncertainty in that you can always fail you could always succeed i think what matters is that you always just brush it off learn and keep going but you know this is it the uncertainty of something in our future going bad that's also scary for us we want it to be safe and yeah, what I'm asking you to do is to let go of what you think is safe and to let go of what you think your reality is because it can literally be anything else as long as you put your focus into that and try to plan it out. And I promise you, I'll go into an episode about learning how to learn. I'll go into an episode about building habits. I'll go into an episode about all these things. And, and you know, I'll have guests on the show that are that really understand these, these subjects really well and I'll talk with them about it. And it's nice always to have a different perspective and a different opinion. You'll get that Uh, from people I personally think that I I can learn a lot from, you know. And that's why I want to have these conversations. I want to explore these people and understand them just as much as I want to explore myself and understand myself to realize what makes me happy and what it is that I want. You know, be it a career path or be it a hobby or be it uh, whatever. It's always nice to grow into different areas of your life, but it's always that you always start as a, you know, small seed in whatever direction you're trying to grow. You know, is like learning guitar. You always have a, you always have a learning curve, and you can think about that like like a seed or a mold. You're being molded into into that. The more you do it and the more you practice it, and the more the seed grows. And at the beginning, it grows slowly and it's trying to break out of its shell. But once it really starts growing. It really grows, you know, it pushes the soil apart and it builds its roots and it's there, you know, it's a, it's a nice metaphor, I think, towards all of this growth, just like trees. And man, a saying, I love an Asian proverb, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is right now. You can always look back and blame, you can always think about what if but if it's something that you really feel like you should be doing and you've always felt like you should be doing regardless of your background man you know my parents never taught me piano my parents never taught me guitar my parents never taught me languages I just like they did a fantastic job and they did their best but I can't look back and say I wish they taught me that no I have the choice right now do I learn these things yes am I learning these things yes so can you Make the decision, stick to it, commit to it, and make it happen. You know, sure, want is a very, very big and complicated topic. To me, it's quite simple because I I know what I want. I know what makes me happy. I know what doesn't make me happy. I know how long I can tolerate something that doesn't make me happy until it becomes something that makes me happy. I, I'm very aware of where I'm putting my energy, but that's because I'm very aware of where I want to put my energy. But for you to build that up, you know, you you need to really understand and listen to yourself, not just wait it all out or prefer to live in the false reality you've built in your head that you imagined of a potential future that might not exist. You know, and as time passes, as you grow older, that potential is dying out. And this is why we look at kids and we don't blame them for making any mistakes, because we know down the line they have so much potential and they do we never tend to use that potential right, you know, and then it's, it's wasted. And yeah, it's just that you'll always be able to grow, you know, just about how, I guess, bad you want it. But understanding why you want it is so important because once you're in those tough spots and tough moments, you can actually remember why you started and you think maybe this tough moment is worth it because later on. I'll be where I've always thought I should be. And when I'm there, I will never look back and think about the hard times. You know, you'll think about them, but they won't matter to you as much. Just like you don't ever think about how many times you fell before you learned how to walk or how many times you fell off your bike before you learned how to ride the bike. You know, it's it's irrelevant information. You know, once you learn how to walk, you know, I don't go up to people and I ask them, you know, when did you learn how to walk or when did you start speaking? You never do that. Why? Because it's irrelevant information. What matters is that you can do it now and hopefully you'll continue to be able to do it down the line. And that's what matters. Even if I'm 40 and I felt like learning guitar and I learned it, it's going to take me until I'm 42 or 43 until I, I learn it properly. If I put 15 minutes a day. And then I'm 43 and I can play the guitar until I'm 80. You know, and then that's like the rest of my life. I can actually do something I've always thought that I could do. I've always thought I should be doing. You know, and it is for me that simple and for sure I reduced it because it is that simple. You just have to make the decision and be brave enough to change and be, embrace that awkwardness for what it is and just keep going forward because you know what's important to you and why. But you need to understand what's important to you and why first. And I will explore that a lot more. I can't really just explain want in less than 40 minutes. That's not, <laughs> I don't think anyone can do that. But it's important to understand yourself. I think that's so important. Understand the hand that you've been given, your capabilities and your... But don't limit yourself either because you might feel like you aren't able to accomplish much as a human being. But you can literally learn anything and get really good at it with time, effort and focus. Don't limit how much you can do either. Just be realistic. There is no... It's really hard to tell someone to just be realistic and expect them to be realistic. But, but you know, it's like look at what what your strengths are. Look at what your weaknesses are. Try to develop your strengths. Try to reduce your weaknesses. Or even better, try to turn your weaknesses into strengths. You know, look at Kevin Hart. The guy is short, and he every single sitcom he has, every sorry, every single comedy he has, stand up, every single movie he has, he brings that up. He jokes about it at the beginning. And then you never even think about it again, you know, he said it, he voiced it out, it's gone, you continue watching without even thinking about how short he is, he addresses it and it's gone after that. And that's a tactic he used, he used what he has, he used the hand that he has, and he's playing those cards to try, you know, the best way that he can, to try to get more out of life to win the pot and he was able to to make that happen he just sat down he thought and he experienced and he figured out how to turn a weakness into an opportunity and and if anything his his height is the best strength that he has you know it got him it gives him that distinct character like thing you know that makes him him and he made it work you know (laughs) and he's like really just about that just understand yourself ask yourself what you want and why you want it always go deeper uh, let yours give yourself the space to actually know and think about what you want and don't take other people's opinions about your capabilities t- to heart you know know what you need to do and do it people are themselves and they'll tell you what they expect themselves to be able to do or not not what you think or know what you can do or not you know he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. If you say you can't, you're never going to do it because you're never going to start. If you say you can, you'll make it happen. You know, unless life fucking slaps you in the face and tells you you can't. But even then, you know, you keep going because life can't tell you what you can or can't do. Um, But then again, that's an idealistic way of seeing things. You can really believe that. That's a prerequisite. You know, that's the assumption. You go into this thinking, this is something I can do really well. And remove the limits of, of those things in your head that tell you you can't really. Like when I'm learning how to dance, when I was taking salsa classes, I wasn't, I I didn't ever think to myself how, uh, you know, this is this move is too hard for me or or I can't do it. I'm just not good at this now, and I'm going to, I'm going to get better at this later as long as I practice it and visualize it and manifest it. But I'll I'll get into that a lot better in a in an episode about learning, not now. And yeah. So we have our dopamine system that lies to us about what we want. We have ourselves that we lie to ourselves about what we want. And you have the future and you have right now, and you can't always decide which direction to go. So that's that's just a bit a bit tough sometimes. And sometimes, you know, some people can't or might not be able to handle failure that well. Um you know, it's not everyone has the same capabilities, but it's just up to you no one else to realize those capabilities you know and sure maybe failure is is a part of the equation but you just just be okay with being open to being hurt because you're not going to die and you're going to have a tomorrow and it's going to be okay and you'll learn from it and grow and be better probably you know it's just it's just about growth and just about you know, keep going and keep doing keep doing <laughs> But I think it all starts with your mindset towards it, obviously. I think I have a very, very good mindset towards learning, but it's something I have to translate to you. And I think if I want to approach what I want, I have to know how to how to achieve that or how to approach it. And yeah, seeing what works for you and what doesn't, because everyone is so different. How you absorb information is different. How you relay that information back is different. Uh <laughs> And yet we still try to be like everyone else. Yeah, which is also another thing, you know. Instead of actually going for what you want, you're just showing everyone around you that you're living the life that you. Yeah, you know, this is why I dislike social media. It's just, uh, it's just not, it's just not cool. <laughs> we're living, we're living in our phones, and we're living in that fake social, circle or social manifestation. Rather than living in the reality that we're in and actually enjoying the moments that we're in for what they are and who they're, who's who, and for who is in that moment, you know, the people that are actually around you. So, yeah, know what's important to you, know why it's important to you, and then ask yourself why else is it important for you, and then still go as deep as you can. And if you think it's bullshit, tell yourself you think it's bullshit. You know, it's okay to go down a false line of thought and then go back and retrace and try to find another line of thought. It's okay to realize that you were lying to yourself and to tell yourself not to lie to yourself. You know, you shouldn't feel bad about that. We all lie to ourselves. Uh, Our relationships with ourselves is usually the most complicated one. So just, (laughs) it's okay, you know, if you lie to yourself, it's fine just move on and try to think about something that's true something that matters you know we try to we give so much energy to things that momentarily don't matter that it takes away from what really does matter and what matters is the truthful thought you know not the fact that you lie to yourself Um, but yeah that's just uh, everyone's relationship with themselves is very different too I can't assume Uh, You know, I I can't assume everyone listening to this is the same way, and every one of you is going to perceive what I'm saying very differently. And please apply it to yourself. But it's in your hands; it's not in anyone else's hands. You know, that's that's the point. And to look at the past and be full of regrets and blame and all of that—that's just put that aside and look look forward. What can I do right now with what I have to get what I want? I'll leave it at that. But this isn't the topic that I'll end here, you know. This is just the episode. Want is so much bigger than that.